What up, mom? Put down that coffee and grab a wine. Get ready for another episode of Nursing and Cursing, a parenting podcast that covers more shit than your baby's full diaper. I'm Kate. I'm a stay-at-home mom of three living in Brooklyn, New York. Hi, I'm Christine. I'm a freelance video editor living in Los Angeles and mom to a toddler. Allie here, podcasting from South Kona, Hawaii, where I live up in the mountains with my husband and two sons. Hey, I'm Molly. I live in Los Angeles, California as a mom of a toddler and a teacher. And I'm Sarah, your in-house expert on all things mom and baby. I'm a nurse and a doula with a PhD living in Brooklyn, New York. Between five busy households, it's a miracle that we make it on the mic at all. But trust me, we need this as much as you do. Tonight we're going to talk about something that um, a lot of women have to do, a lot of women choose to do, um, and that is going back to work after kids. That could be Mm -hmm. after baby or after your baby goes to kindergarten or whatever it is you choose or have to do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's a tough one. It is a tough one, and sometimes it's something to celebrate. You definitely hear the spectrum. Don't you? Yes. Absolutely. Um, and yes. It's, fr- it's fresh for me. It's, I know it's fresh for me. Sarah, you are also dealing with that transition. I know pretty. Hell yeah. You're preparing for that transition and already have your toe in. It's And really- I'm definitely in that transition too, sort of on a different spectrum. My kids are now both in full-time school. So that means here I am having to go back to work, right? Mm. So it's interesting. I'm there too. We're a lot of us are there, and Kate can certainly speak to it hugely. Um, yeah, I've done it. I've done it every. I've, <clears throat> I've done it all different ways. Every couple of years, you go back to work. I've got. I've got. <laughs> I've never quit work. I've had a baby where I've never really quit working. I've gone back after my baby's a year old, and then I've never gone back. <clears throat> wow. wow, wow. Okay, so that is. I love that, Kate. That's very cool. So you've had it all. Um, so right now, when you say you, you've you had a baby where you've never gone back, so is that like, do, does that make you nervous at all? Like what, that I'm fully retired at 31? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. It well, my wow. question is, if I, if I say that, I feel sick. I feel, I, I feel like, oh, my God, no, 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 no. So what did really? you do? Oh, God, that sounds what so were you liberating. Doing, Kate? Before you decided this last time to um, be in um, home working, I would. So when I had Wawa, I I had Wawa right before I had Wawa was born in August, and I was in a grad school program that started in September, and wow. um, I did no, I pushed it out until a little bit later, but they would only let me start not even a full semester later. Um, otherwise, I'd have to reapply for the next year. So. And I, and I, I wish I had actually just waited a year and done that. But at the time I, I had it in my head, like if I have this baby now, um, and don't go to grad school, I'll never go to grad school and I'll have just like wasted, um, my life. Like I'll be blowing it and people will be disappointed in me and whatever. So I felt tons and tons of pressure to go straight to grad school after he was born. Um, 
and it was just a blur. It was totally fine. I went to school for social work, so it's a very, very supportive setting. It's They have to be. It's not like I wasn't <laughs> Otherwise, in med- what the fuck are you doing there? <laughs> yes. I wasn't in medical school. I wasn't in law school. I don't want people to be confused. I was, in, I was in a social work grad school program, and everybody, all my mentors, all my classmates were very supportive. Wilder came to me to my internship. He came to me. Um, he came with me to class. I was pumping around the clock, but still, like, it was, there's still, like, That's papers insane. and work and, hello, statistics. <laughs> I was taking a statistics class, a graduate statistics class with a newborn. No. <laughs> no. How? How? No. Birth, no. baby? Nursing? No. Yeah. That no. one, that one, no. I just, I just rigged it just like you would in high school. I got together with a real smart group of kids mm-hmm. and basically was like, um, yeah, no, whatever you, you just let's have a study group. School. Yeah, I was like, you know what? Um, this isn't like my strong suit, but I'd be happy to write the cover page when we submit all this work. So just <laughs> exactly. keep seeing me on those emails. Brilliant. <laughs> design a really cute cover. I, exactly. I would get emails for, and the subject line would be like SPSS. I was like, no, 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 and. And so that was fine. And then I had, um, I went straight from grad school to working and, you know, whatever. We transitioned Wilder from a nanny to a, a really, really shitty daycare that we hated and I felt horrible about to finally like a really great place that we felt good about. And then I had Edie <clears throat> and I just knew I didn't want to do it the same way. I was like, I can't, I just can't do it the same way I can't go straight back this time because I had a toddler and a newborn Mm. and um and I took a year off my job was really cool I was working as a social worker at legal aid and my job was cool they didn't pay me for the year obviously but I had a year and then I came back and they were totally fine about it very cool um and that felt really good that felt good because I felt so I didn't feel any anxiety in the year because I knew it was on the good days. I was like, oh, oh my God, this is great. I'm loving it. And on the bad days, I didn't have to feel like this is going to go on forever. I was like, okay, just four more months and then I'll be eating a donut at my desk. Um, (laughs) I'll be doing what my husband does every day, just taking super long long shit in my office. I'll be peeing in private. (laughs) All right, guys, it's time to pause for a quick sponsor break. And right now I want to talk to you about a company called Full Lane. Full Lane is a clean beauty retailer with a curated selection of the highest performing, safest, and 100% non-toxic products. Why is this a big deal to have clean beauty, you guys? Let me tell you, our skin is our largest organ. It absorbs up to 60% of the products applied to it. Now, think of all the skincare, makeup, and personal care products you use on a daily basis. Do you know what you're really feeding your skin? Go online and take their skin quiz. Come clean, risk-free. If any product you try doesn't work for you, Full Lane will replace it with something that does. Pure and simple, free returns. A full lane fan favorite is the Clean Essentials Kit. This is the perfect gateway for anyone looking to explore clean beauty and majorly detox their routine. Every item in it is 100% non-toxic, vegan and cruelty-free, and suitable for all skin types. And I'm really excited about this because the kit is completely safe to use during pregnancy. And I know I really stressed during my pregnancy of what products were safe for me to use. So I think this is awesome that you can go to a place where 
everything on the site is safe for your body and your baby. This kit is so cool. It includes travel sizes of four everyday non-toxic skin essentials and their limited edition travel pouch. They are TSA approved products and perfect for holiday travel. Okay, the pouch is so cute, you guys. It's this like hunter green canvas zip pouch and inside are just little treasures that you are going to love there is a cleanser by osea then there's a toner by indy lee a moisturizer it's ursa majors golden hour recovery cream okay guys i have to pause right here to tell you this recovery cream is amazing. I have all these dry patches of skin on my face just from the weather changing and I've used this cream morning and evening and within a few days my skin is just like so hydrated and smooth and the makeup I'm putting on top isn't getting dry and flaky anymore. The difference is unbelievable. It smells amazing. Hands down, my favorite. And then there's also a soap in the pouch, the Folane Refillable Hand and Body Soap. This is an everywhere soap, which is awesome for travel. The other cool thing about this Clean Essentials Kit is it comes with a printed card and it just lists off the items, what they are, what order to use them, how to do the routine, which I really appreciate because how often do you guys come home with a bunch of skincare products and you're like, uh, this is overwhelming. So this kind of takes the guesswork out. The full wing clean essentials kit is awesome. So guys for $22, that's over 50% off. Try the clean essentials kit today. Go to F O L L A I N.com slash nails to try the kit and enter nails at checkout for free shipping. Again, for only $22, that's over 50% off, you guys. Try the Clean Essentials Kit today. Go to F-O-L-L-A-I-N.com slash nails, capital N-A-I-L-S, to try the kit and enter nails at checkout for free shipping. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, babe. So then I went straight back to work. After a year, I worked. It was great. And you know what happened? My office mate, who I love dearly, got pregnant and I think I got like jealous or contagious. <laughs> oh I don't know. But Jay and I were like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's do it again. Let's have one more. Oh my so, God. And we never, the thing is, is that Jeremy and I, and I was talking to Sarah about, about this the other day. Jeremy and I can never, we're just one of those couples who we're not always communicating on every level, but we like it like that. Like sometimes we just can't explicitly say what we need to say. And like we never, ever, ever, ever discussed during my entire pregnancy the fact that I was not going back to work after Mavis was born. We never talked about it. Never discussed. Wow. Was it just an was it just known or mm. was it just kind of understood? Um, yeah, it was just basic. It was kind of understood. I we would like dance around it. Like one of us would be like, "Well, if, you know, if you just if you go back." Um, or like, yeah, I mean, when she's a year old, like if you're back at legal aid, like it, every sentence if, was if, open, if. was if and open-ended, but there was mm -hmm. never any concrete, we never concretely talked about, this is so as, we never talked about transitioning to one paycheck, like we just never discussed it. Um, so maybe it's still open-ended and Jeremy's just waiting for you to be like, okay, <laughs> that's what. You know, Jeremy's like, this maternity leave has been six years. Exactly. <laughs> um, and then yeah. like. So that's so I just never went back. But it wasn't in some ways it's a great feeling and it was a hundred percent. I'm not gonna we've talked about this before, so I don't need to go over it a million times, but 
100% better for our family. I don't know if it was always 100% better for me, for my, as Molly would say, my mentals. But right, right. Um, so my mentals took a hit. Molly is, uh, you're back this year, Molly. After your second child, you went back pretty right away after Augie. Mm-hmm. You know, a few months deep, right? Right. And then you took a year with Marigold, which was amazing. I watched how much you just really loved and enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. And now you're getting back into work as a teacher. Is that because like all of you, I'm just so interested and our listeners probably are too. Are you, you took a year because you had the two and you wanted a different experience. And are you back now because financially that's the way it needs to be or for your mental, you really get back or right. Is it for your mentals or right. <laughs> what right. right. So this um, episode title for your mental. Yeah. Right. So for yeah, exactly, Allie. With Augie, I was back three months, uh, three months into motherhood, and that felt like way too soon. And mm-hmm. but I was going back into a workplace, uh, like a situation that I was really comfortable in, and I really adored. And I had a community that was incredible, teaching me how to do it all. Um, and I. I said, I think I've said this on the podcast before, but at a, by the time he was about one, I was like, oh, yes, I'm so glad I'm here. I'm so glad I'm working. He, he's settled. I'm settled. I'm loving this. Um, and that was, hmm. at the time, I, I was saying that it was because I had to. And, okay. but I think deep, 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 deep down, I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Cool. Because we never had the conversation of like, how can we make this work if I don't want to? Mm-hmm. It would have been right. a stretch. But this time around, it's clear what, as what, day. What do you mean, Molly? Like, what what was it that you wanted? Go back to work. I really love my job, Sarah. No. Yeah. I love. Sarah's saying like, what about going back to work sounded good to you, right? <laughs> right. We're all, all of us are like, what the fuck? No, just. Yeah. Um, no. You did it at first, it. Sarah. Like, I went there crying for a long, long time. Um, well, like I said, like you want, you want to show old. that you can do it? I remember you were terrified, Molly. Yes, it was the it was such a hard transition. Like, especially those first four weeks were so dark, which they can be, right? When you go with a fr- first time mom goes back to work, it's so hard and you're questioning everything you're doing, right? But, um you had this fear too of, of losing yourself and what would you do home alone with a baby and that, and you had it with Marigold too, right? Like I can't be a stay at home mom. I can't do this. I'm going to go insane. I don't know how to do this. Right. So Mm -hmm. at first it was three months, Sarah, because that's how it was at my work at that time. That's what the expectation was. And that's, it changed actually recently and now it's much longer, but, um, and I think it changed in California in between my new, my two kids. But so the second time, right, I was like, oh, well, here we are. I get a redo. I definitely had regrets. I loved being back at work with Augie. But again, like I said, between three months and a year, it hurt very badly. I felt a lot of guilt and I felt a lot of sadness. And I, it didn't feel natural until about a year. So... 
with Goldie. We but that's put- so hard too, because in some ways I feel like, especially first baby, it's so hard to know Molly because you could stay home and still feel like fuck. It took a year to feel normal. I feel like For it sure. takes a year to Absolutely. feel normal. Totally. For, For sure. sure. And I want to point out, too, with my first kid, you know, I had that really traumatic um, post-birth experience where I had the tear that got infected and then I was like down for seven weeks or something and I couldn't even get out of bed. I felt like my maternity leave was robbed from me. And then there were things like, you know, like I'm asking the the government to pay me for my disability, but I had a vaginal birth, so I only got something like six weeks of partial pay when a c-section you can you can get another something like two to four weeks but they didn't want to hear any of the in-between gray area but i was like but i i can't even right. walk you don't understand wow that's so interesting Molly. that's it sucked that part that's of it. very that's really fucked up wow yeah but i do remember calling my aunt and being like, like i'm gonna u-turn i'm gonna u-turn i'm gonna u-turn like on the way to work like I can't do it. It it felt awful. It was so sad and dark. But so yeah, fast forward to my second kid, and I knew that this time I was going to have a baby. I was going to go back to work at this time. I think it was four and a half months, and then but I only had seven weeks to go till summer. That's oh, like nothing. Cool. That is seriously nothing. So I just had seven weeks to go, and then we were moving and I knew I was taking the year. So those, those seven weeks are a blip. Mm-hmm. No problem. Um, pumping had like, it just, it was much easier because I knew it wasn't forever. But here we are in Florida now and exactly Allie, it, it was not, not easy to get into my maternity leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember the first few months texting you guys being like, um, no. it was not comfortable. I didn't know what I was going to do with the year. I, my value, my self value was so skewed. And you guys, this is only taking a year off. This is right. not, this is not I, me saying this is my new thing. I think that self value, we can all speak to that. Although I'm going to take a quick sponsor break. You guys just pardon me for a minute. And Molly, we're going to get right back to that same topic. I would like to just take a minute, everybody, and talk to you about Care Of Vitamins. Hmm. So Care Of is a great company, yes, as you guys know. And to get into it, they allow you to take this really fun online quiz. And it asks you about your diet and your health goals and your lifestyle choices. And it only takes about five minutes to find out what vitamins and supplements you specifically need. So for myself, for instance, I have a calcium deficiency and it was reiterated through care of and um, I was able to move forward with that. So that was amazing. It is a really convenient company. Your vitamins are delivered right to your door in these personalized, easy to remember daily packs. And they're so cute, you guys. They have your names on them and they're these little petite packs that are adorable. And they're really perfect for, you know, a busy on the go lifestyle, which we moms are. That's what we are. We're busy and we're on the go. And any product that can help us in that way is just terrific. Um, Care of puts honesty first, which I love. It provides all the research that supports each of their recommendations, and it's backed by scientific advice. 
advisory board, which just makes me feel really good about it. And a portion of every sale from this company goes toward the Good Plus Foundation, which provides expectant mothers in need with valuable prenatal vitamins. Love cool. That. I love that too. Good. And they also offer pre and postnatal supplements, which is, you know, amazing for us and for our listeners. Uh, with accompanying research to help mothers and babies alike stay their healthiest. Um, so we all know postnatal vitamins, you know, that's where we all are, are so important just to have our energy and have our health and care of is right, right there with us. So it's really amazing. And for 25% off, you guys, here, for 25% off, though, of your first month of personalized care of vitamins, visit TakeCareOf.com and enter the code NAIL. That's 25% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins. Visit TakeCareOf.com and enter the code N-A-I-L NAIL. Thanks. Great work, baby cakes. Thank you. Cool. Code N-A-I-L NAIL, baby. Yeah, baby. So, uh, yeah, the self-value, Molly, you feel like, okay, staying home, like, what the fuck? I'm going to Publix. I'm, ju- I'm nursing my baby. I'm putting on a... It could be, it so, could be so boring. It really right. could be so mundane. But, Molly, it's so, and so, so wonderful picked, at the same time. That you picked a year, because actually, like, that's really arbitrary. You guys... Moved, yeah, like, well, right. You know, For me, though, I'm a, remember, I'm a teacher, so there's always a very a obvious year entry cycle. date. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. Yes. So, um, you know, and like I, you've heard it before, teachers, I, w- I was not able to plan this exactly ever, but teachers plan their pregnancies so that they can max out um, taking the maternity leave. During summer and your breaks right, and whatnot. Yeah. Right after cool. spring break. So you take your spring break, cruise through that, boom, start taking the maternity leave right, right after that takes you through summer. It's just, there's a way to max it. So Molly, would you say that going back into the working field of teaching, even though it was only a year off, you lost confidence and in what you were doing? Because I know like when I got pregnant, I was working in TV and I, I was producing at the time. And I just knew as soon as I got pregnant, whoa, this lifestyle of traveling from Hawaii is not going to work out with a family. Mm-hmm. And that idea of doing that kind of work just became further and further mm-hmm. and further from reality. And Critty, you're probably feeling some of that too. You literally lose your contacts and some of your confidence of just being in a specific field. I don't know. Can any of you guys say that? Yes, I mean, I would assume that. that's so huge for women. Yeah. So who's well, my, my license yeah. has lapsed since like, Ugh. that's really scary. Like that really, really, really freaks me out. My so scary. to, to go back to work as a licensed social worker in New York state, I would need to like re, I don't have to retake the test, but I have to take like, um, 30 hours of graduate school education Courses. again. Oh, wow. Courses. Yeah. And, right. And, well, and, like, it's doable. It's come on, I can do it. But like, wow, it it feels like the world shut the door on me. Like I thought I was taking a pause, but everybody just keeps moving on. It's scary to totally. think like, how am I going to jump back in? So sorry, yeah. so guys, I'm going careers. through that right now. So when mm-hmm. Levi was born, I took one year off. I chose a year just randomly, like I want to be there for the first year of all the big things, and then I'll go back. I went back part-time. I lucked out with a job part-time, and it was right next to a daycare. It was really kind of perfect. 
But when I got pregnant with Matilda and that was originally a twin pregnancy, I just freaked like, okay, there's just no way. There's no way I could go back to work with three kids for a long time. So hormonally made some decisions. We moved to Oklahoma. Obviously did not have twins. (laughs) Hormonally. Hormonally. I love that. Crazy. I love love how you're slipping that in. Like, I just need to secretly let everybody know. It's like yada, yada, yada. I mean, that's just what it is. I I totally know that now. I totally know that now. I was just going through so much. But anyway. Well, this might be the Oh, baby, you had so much on your plate. You dropped it on the podcast. I'm not sure. But twins changes everything. And that's what you thought you were faced with. And that made so much sense to go get the support you needed. Yes. Twins change I everything mean, right? with, a, with a toddler. For sure. So, yes. you know, I was just looking at logistics of like daycare, all the things, all the things in a city like Los Angeles where you're in the car, you know, minimum 45 minutes. Minimum. And where you truly don't have family. You can get and no don't family, have family there. No family there. So right. we come to Oklahoma anyway. And hormonally just in case (laughs) anybody missed that and um I don't know Kate kind of the same thing we didn't really talk about what my plan was going to be per se but I do love working and it is like I love I like what I do a lot um and you are so good at it it's my creative outlet and and thanks girl and there's just a lot of like you know self-worth that goes into that but definitely wanted at least a year with Matilda well, a year comes along and, okay, there's not a lot of work in Oklahoma. Freelance is not a thing here that I'm struggling with. So, yeah, Allie, like, I'm feeling like, oh, my God, I'm not – not only am I not in my state, you know, where I made my career, but I'm now mm-hmm. in a state where it's not, like, a thing here. So I probably spend two hours a week emailing all my old contacts. Hey, can I work remote? Mm-hmm. What, what do you got? What's coming down the pipe? And the way, oh, things, wow. are, the way things come at me are, like – for example, Friday night, I got a phone call. Hey, I have this commercial. Can I ship you the drive right now? You'll get it tomorrow. Can you work tomorrow? Oh, mm, no. God, no. And, and just right now. birthday party. Exactly. Play. Honestly, exactly, <laughs> Allie. I was like, yeah. shit, I have two birthdays tomorrow. Sure, I can miss them. But like, fuck, I need to mentally prep. I can't just like throw myself into that mode tomorrow. So. Yeah, exactly. There's a mode that comes And then it sucks because I feel like you say, I feel like, I don't know about you, Chrissy, but like I was doing freelance reports for a while, social work reports for a while after Mavis was born. And I had to say no so many times that I kind of got the feeling that like, okay, I've said, I've had to say no so many times. They're not going to call you. Okay. They're done asking. Yes. They take you off the radar. They do. And And it's a blow. It's a blow to yourself. And they don't, they don't, all they all they're thinking is like well Kate's kids always have straps she can actually never See, do anything well, Kate, for us, I don't which is tell fine them. that's true I don't tell them that I um that there's like a kid I don't bring up that I'm a mom with kids because I know it's like a turnoff so I think I said something yeah. like I'm out of town I'll be back Sunday evening how about Monday and of course it didn't work right. out but I never want to say unfortunately no, I just know if kids. I said I have obligations with my kids they're going to be like okay bye she has kids that's where her mind is that's that it's is like, how yeah, it works like, considered not legitimate totally like, not right. a legitimate excuse totally right. and on top of that Ugh. editors now like know all these additional things that a few years ago I didn't need to have as a skill set and now I kind of need to have it mm, so it's stressful like, it's stressful so like now I'm like okay cool if I want to roll with this I got to learn this program and that program and that stays with my normal rate like shit it's moving That's so fast really, without because you're in the technology field yeah sarah and i ran into a friend of mine from grad school the other 
birthday and she had got an additional license. She has three kids too. A different, she has a di- totally different setup. Her kids have a, t- she has a 10 year age gap between the two older kids and the baby. Mm. Um, but she has got an additional social work license and she was like, are you working? And I was like, Mm-mm. and then when we sat down at lunch, I was like, Sarah, I'm spiraling. Kate was literally like, maybe I, maybe I could go back to work. And I was like, what the fuck? You just like, you just ran into a friend. Don't base your next huge life move because some lady makes you feel insecure. (coughs) She did not mean to. She was so nice. Right. Totally. You're going to get over this feeling in about 15 minutes. Just let it sit. Just let it sit in order. I marinate. I had to Mm -hmm. change career paths, right? It's like, I, this might sound terrible, but I did not go to bed at night as a little girl. And I did not, you know, waking up dreaming that I was going to be a real estate agent. Not that there's anything wrong with it, but I didn't go to journalism school to be a real estate agent. That was never my dream and never my path. Here I am. And I do have a wonderful life, but there's so many things like learning a new skill set and it's scary and there are moments of really low confidence and it's like I've been out of it and just with one foot in with two kids for a couple years now it's just the the confidence of moms going back to work it's it's really really hard and we're so guilty of this ourselves um but there's this uh, like we use this language like we're so old yeah. And so much self abuse. Right. And I feel like like we're just kind of like screwing ourselves by going back into the workforce with this mentality that like I'm old, I'm like saggy, right. self-fulfilling I'm prophecy. Rate. Right. And we're just uh, I mean You're right, I think Sarah. Obviously think society of, tells us those things too, but, but think of what we've become as mothers. How much more confidence do you actually have on other levels where something can happen in your life and you're like I don't give a shit whereas in your 20s you would be all freaked out by it now totally. that you're a mom right yes. you're like oh, oh that's a great point, that. right you can take the day-to-day highs and lows you can ride the wave for so much longer than you ever could before kids oh so my god and my wiser. most stressful day at any of my old jobs pales into comparison of an average day <laughs> raising two fucking kids now I well, know. that's I the other thing I being home about is my old stressors at work me too. Mm. This summer, my dad was like, are you going to go back to work? I was like, um, dude, what do you fucking think I've been doing? This is work. Exactly. I like, yeah. I was like, you were checked out for my childhood, but this is fucking work. Exactly, Kate. Just to make the point, if we were not raising the kids, you guys are in the moments when you're not there with your kids. Guess what? Fill in the blank. Somebody else is, and they're getting paid to do it, and they're getting paid to hopefully do a really great job because it's hard fucking work. It's literally work. Mm-hmm. If you're not doing it, somebody else is. Yeah, so it feels it it like oh, it's such a mindfucker for me to pay somebody to take care of Francis. You know, especially if I'm working at home, it that feels really really awkward. But mm-hmm. it just like it feels classist, you know, because. Um, I'm paying for this person to take care of my kid and, um, you're in the other room working, right? showing us pictures of what you're wearing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sarah, Sarah, 
where are you? You are like in it pretty thick. You're, you're, you're working things out. Where are you? And you What's going and, on? And you went back to work so soon after Franny was born and you've been working so hard since she was born and worked so hard your pre- whole pregnancy too. PhD. I am in a postdoc and I went back to work three months after Francis born. And, you know, I, it's, I mean, it's, I could get into a whole conversation about, you know, scientists and, you know, this is why female scientists have such a, it's just like a shitty position to be put in because you have to publish, you have to get work out, you have to be consistent because you can't, nobody applying for a grant once, you know, the people who are, um, Washed up. No, kind of grading you on this grant application. They don't want to hear about how, oh, I had a kid and, you know, I had some postpartum depression. So I really wasn't all that productive during my postdoc, but I'm back now. And and here's, you know, my research idea. Give me some money. Like that Mm. doesn't fly. And, um, but you're also encouraged to have kids during your postdoc. Like, oh, it's such a great time to have a kid. And that's what I was That is told. not fair. That is not fair. That's and so hard. So, I, you know, I did that. I had a baby during my postdoc. And so I had a fairly unproductive postdoc. And, um, you know, now I'm sort of like deciding on whether or not this <laughs> is the right career path for me anyway, but which is terrifying. It's terrifying. so terrifying. Um, but you know what? Like, I don't know. M- my question has been since I got went back to work, my question for myself has been, is this thing that I'm doing for my job to make money? Is this worth missing my these the early years of mm-hmm. my child's life for Sarah that's where I am too I feel that so deeply um, every mom's question I think every mom who's back at work is going to think that right mm-hmm. and every mom who is at home which was me is going to be like damn it I'm just <laughs> fucking withering away over here that, <laughs> that's how I'm feeling yeah, right now my... no foot in the door mm-hmm. yeah I'm with it's funny because Sarah and I are going through that together and it's so cool to hear the flip side too it's yeah this time around for me you know I thought it would be easier second kid and it's extremely painful and it still is and I'm on week 12 of yeah. back every well, week every grass is always that you're not sure of the answer to that question of like no, is it worth you it never, you never will be I don't and you're just like constantly second guessing yourself and that is that's not a good way to be approaching the day so well, like yeah, maybe right. I'm asking the wrong question and listeners if I am and you have a suggestion I'd love to hear it um actually there's that there's a book the um the fourth trimester have any of you read that book no no but it sounds like we probably should babe yeah oh, yeah we about... definitely should be reading it that could be for our oh. first nursing and cursing book club book oh my I god just, I just I feel that. pretty strongly like I, I think it is a grass is always greener, but the answer to that question for me is no, it is not worth it. 
But I kind of uh, wish that I had gone back to work when they were all babies and that I had just been dropping out of the workforce right now because I'm seeing bigger kids or bigger problems. Like a lot of what I did when they were little, I'm thinking like, interesting. Mm, actually, I'm like, actually, maybe a really solid nanny that I loved and respected could have done this just as well as I could. Then I could have been working and keeping mm-hmm. my skills sharp. And now that they're older and they're actually out in the world, World, not just like in the safety of their home, they're out in the world. Yeah. Now I could step away from the workforce and 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 take that journey with them. So interesting. I don't think wow. it's very common. Although I have a friend who just did it. Her her son entered middle school, and this is when she's stepping away. Yeah, I'm like I would have given myself ten more years in the workforce. And, I get it. But I also wonder, like, okay, but I could have. I mean, there's flips to everything. Then I also go back to thinking, well. You know, maybe if I hadn't been the one home, maybe my kids would have turned out totally differently and I wouldn't, right. I don't know, I yeah. wouldn't be staying, I don't know. Anyway, it, it's, yeah. you, you can really make yourself crazy with this topic. That's you, what I'm trying to say. That's so true. <laughs> you really, really, really can. There's no right way, ladies. and Only so many wrong ways. <laughs> I feel so down on this episode because I'm still in the weeds. I could just cry about it. But Oh, oh Molly. Okay, she keeps trying to jingle us. It's like the awesome music. <laughs> I could keep going so hard on this episode. Yeah. I love this episode. Well, we could skip yeah. nail fails if you just want to. Oops, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we could totally say... keep going if you have anything else to say. Um, I draw I draw inspiration from each of you girls whenever I'm feeling down about any choice. I'm like, well, so-and-so did blah, blah, blah. And she's a person that – she's a mom that I admire. So it's okay. To, yeah. yeah. That's so true. Uh yeah. Okay, no. let's do some nail fails, guys. This has got this okay. got real suicidal. Okay. No, Pop it up, babies. I just want to say I'm proud of all of you. I think that each and one of your decisions is slightly different, and I admire all of you. Awesome. Same, babe. Same. Thanks, so. Same to you. Because um, I have a pretty, I have a pretty good fail. Okay. Here, it. It's about the cat. Let's skip it. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> If if you say Wednesday, Molly's going to hit a buzzer. She's going to cue the music. Cue the music, Molly. She hears hears you. Okay, so the the other day, um, I was getting ready to leave for work, and I heard my uh, nanny uh, reading a book to Francis. And this is, I'm going to read uh, um, an excerpt from this book. One Saturday morning, the Krupke family went to the supermarket to do their dreaded weekly food shopping. They drove in silence until Sally said quietly without looking up from her book, someone farted. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone took a whiff. She was right. What is this book? What the hell? It wasn't me, said Vinny. The parents denied it was them. Everyone looked at Sally, who finally said, "It definitely wasn't me." I love they this poetry all reading. The windows down, but the <laughs> smell kept getting worse and worse. <laughs> okay. Whoever it Where's was, where's this going? Still farting. Okay, oh my so god! What is this literature for your one-year-old? This book goes on and on, and the book is titled "Someone Farted." Amazing. Wow. And wow. this is uh, my nanny was reading this to my daughter in front of me and I'm sure that she had no idea where it was going when she opened it and I feel <laughs> so bad okay. about that. That's pretty funny. 
Great book. Yeah, it's really funny. It's a funny book. I love it. I'm going to read that right after I read Fourth Trimester. (laughs) Do you have a nail, Sarah? Do I have a nail? Oh, my God. Okay. Well, no, I'm going to skip it. Okay. I have one. I took the boys out to Gelato, and we met some friends with us that have kids. They have two little girls, and we have two little boys. And we got our Gelato, and the boys were sitting at um, two different tables. It was one boy, one girl, one boy, one girl. And they were having cute little double date, whatever. We were just watching them, and... They were talking and then I hear the little girl say to Phoenix and she's a little bit younger than him. She's like, Phoenix, I have a crush on you. And Phoenix goes, immediately he did not skip a beat. He did not think about it. He goes, yeah, I really don't have a problem with that. I'm a really likable guy. Oh my God. Oh, my God. Wow. Immediately, immediately, I nearly spit out my gelato. And I was like, oh, my God. I just turned to the other parent. We were laughing so hard. I'm going to call that my nail because my son's got great confidence. Definitely. That's a huge game. game. Mad game. That is awesome. Yeah, I really don't have a problem with that. I'm a really likable guy. Okay. So my fail is... I was at the farmer's market with my family and I yeah. yep, met a friend of Peter's who I've met like maybe once before. And he was like, talk, small talk, chatting. Oh, I hear you've got a podcast and I really want to check it out. And I was like, oh, this was a dude, right? And he was actually with his girlfriend. And I was like, yeah, I mean, you're not really our target demographic but heck yeah, buddy, like whatever. And he was like, I mean, yeah, what's it called? Um, like angry moms. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> angry moms. Oh my God. Yeah. So we're changing oh, the name. Exactly. <laughs> angry moms, you guys. Angry moms. Well, a lady approached me yesterday and she goes, I heard you have a podcast called Badass Breastfeeding Bitches. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, mm, could be the name. Anyway, I was just like, oh, I laughed. And I was like, really? It's actually nursing and cursing. He was like, oh, yeah, same thing. Oh, Oh, man. Wow. Great episode. Ladies, we made it through that one. I totally was bracing myself like, I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. And I didn't cry. And I love you guys. And to all the love moms you, out mom. there working in the home and at the office and in the classroom and every which way, um, we love you. And we know it's hard, but we also know it's fulfilling. And we also know it's a million other words. Mm-hmm. And you can do it. Yeah. You can do the transition because this is back to work, right? You and this it. is this is some self-talk now. Your kids are okay. That's, That's so true. Right. The kids are so okay. True. Kids are okay. All right, you guys. We'll see you next week on Nursing and Cursing. Good night, girls. That's it for now. Check you guys next week for another Nursing and Cursing, where we won't tell your husband that you accidentally let your kid eat a cat turd.